Hello and welcome to Solid Steps Radio. I am Chad Russell. That is Kurt Souter. He is of Further Still Ministries. How are you doing today, Kurt? Superman. He is Superman. Superman. <laughs> no, I'm doing great. Doing well? But, but Good. I, yeah, I do like Superman. But um, <laughs> You're, Are you a Superman guy or no, Batman? I'm a Superman guy. Yeah. yeah. I think most people prefer Superman, but... You know, that's a whole nother show. Hey, if you're just <laughs> listening for the very first time, we don't talk about superheroes very often, but this is a show for men by men talking about things from a man's perspective. And we know some of the ladies listen. They come up and tell us and say, hey, I listen to your show. I'm not supposed to. That's what they always say. Well, I'm not supposed to listen. I'm like, yes, you can listen. But we talk to the guys. For we the charge them extra, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So if you're just tuning in for the very first time, you, you didn't hopefully if you caught us by accident or on purpose, we appreciate it either way. We are a show for men by men talking about things from a man's perspective. We talk about life and we talk about all kinds of different topics of life. And um, we at Solid Steps Radio, the name Solid Steps comes from the fact that we believe you were made to walk with God. And uh, we don't believe you were put here by accident. You were put here on purpose. And that purpose was to be a son or daughter, if you're a lady, of God. And the only way you can walk with God is through Jesus. And we just believe that, you know, we're not, we don't have all the answers, but we know the one who does. And we just say, hey, we can be a tool in your toolbox, guys, of, of walking through life and all the different aspects of life. And today we're talking about one aspect that is near and dear to many men's hearts. Two, actually, things. One is steaks, <laughs> and two. We're not, we're not talking about steaks that you put in the ground. No, no, no. Steaks you put on a grill and they sizzle and you eat them. Uh, and we're talking a little bit about that. We're going to talk more about work. And a lot of men identify with work, right? I mean, they can sometimes identify more with work than they can being a husband or a father and other things. Which we're going to talk a little bit about all of those things today. But we're going to talk today about work and uh, how it's not just. Something you get a paycheck, but maybe it's a, it's a lifestyle of incorporating uh, God's plan for everybody's life. You know, Chad, um, when we think about steak, um, and now, now, now I'm going to get hungry. Now we're hungry. <laughs> but uh, Joel, it's great to have you on the show. Joel Ross, welcome. Thanks, Chad. Kurt. And <laughs> <laughs> Kurt's here too. And uh, so, uh, Joel, okay, so you've been, in the, you've been dealing with steak and uh, for how long? Well, I've been in the restaurant business for 38 years. Um, long time. Got my start actually at a Kentucky Fried Chicken in Kensington, Maryland in the early 70s. Really? It's when I first got into the business, and I have never been able to get out of the business. <laughs> 38 years. My first job was at KFC, too. I lasted about two days. <laughs> what happened? Well... It was a long story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so how in the world did you get with KFC 38 years ago? Well, I'm a, uh, we were living in uh, suburban Maryland. I'm, a, I'm the product. I'm the son of a sailor. So my dad was a career naval officer, and we literally lived around the world. And he happened to be stationed there. And that was when, uh, you know, you always aspired uh, back then to have a job at either McDonald's or KFC. That meant you were a cool kid. So as a teenager... That was a first job, and I got to flour chicken uh, all evening and uh, and serve fried chicken. That was uh, that was the pinnacle of being like a fifteen or sixteen year old. <laughs> how, how how long did you work with KFC? Oh, it was probably a year and a half back then. You know, uh, I'm sure I'm not on their records anywhere since it was back in the paper record days. Wow. So okay. So and then and you've never gotten away from food. Never. Uh, when I was uh, going to college at the University of Texas, I got my real 
big start in the business. I worked for the Austin Hilton Hotel as a purchasing clerk uh, that afforded me the opportunity to really learn the business. Thought, uh, I had a great boss that uh, said it would take I would get 40 hours a week to work, and so he let me learn everything from uh, back of the house, the catering business. I worked with a, a great German chef there that taught me how to how to cook and prep and cut meat, etc. So, and then um, it's been a it's been a long ride. I've been in it ever since. You and uh, by the way, at, at your home, I've had the privilege of eating one of your steaks in your home. It's really good. <laughs> Thanks, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Joel, tell us uh, you you mar- you've been married to your bride for how long? Uh, it'll be thirty six years uh, next month. So uh, it way to go. Yeah, it's been awesome. She's uh, uh, I, I hear when I listen to you guys on the podcast, it seems to be the common theme that everybody either outkicked their coverage or married above their head. And and I absolutely did. Janice is a, a, a lovely wife, mother to our two kids, a great spiritual lady. Um, you know, has her own mini ministry where she teaches a couple Bible studies a week, really uh, cares and provides comfort for, you know, for her flock. So uh, it's been an awesome, been an awesome ride. And, and, and your two kiddos are also down in Texas. Both the kids are in Texas. Uh, they go to, one goes to college in San Antonio, the other one goes to college in Denton. They both uh, graduated from high school here in Louisville and uh, got tired of the winners here. <laughs> We got a Longhorn in the room. <laughs> yes, he is a Longhorn. They're all Longhorns. They're fanatical Longhorns, but that's that's okay. We'll we'll give them grace. Hey, um, so so Joel, you are the president of. I'm the president of Ultra Steak Inc., which is a management company, and we run uh, a bunch of restaurants. And so I provide the leadership to the field operations that that run these restaurants. Um, we have a lot of casual dining restaurants, and we also run 22 Little Caesars pizzas. That's incredible. Pizzas along with steak. Are there, is there steak on, on Little Caesars? I can't remember. No. Uh, <laughs> and, but but you're, 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 uh, you're, right now you're um, really working uh, developing Aspen Creek. We, we are the owners of Aspen Creek Grill, and uh, so there's two of those in, in Louisville, and then we have uh, six others, one in uh, Noblesville, Indiana, and, and uh, five of them in Texas. So uh, that's been our growth vehicle for the last couple of years, and uh, the project that keeps me up at night and keeps me busy. And uh, um, um, so we're, we're, we're fast at work developing that concept. That's, um, that's interesting. And what I love about this, Joel, and what I love about our conversation today is going to be revolving around your heart because God saved you. Um, you trusted the Lord Jesus quite a while ago, and he's got you in a role of you're not just the president of this company. You you, you see yourself as an ambassador of Christ. That's true. And um, so uh, you shared with me before we started a passage of scripture out of Romans 12. Would you mind reading that? Sure. Romans chapter 12, uh, starting verse uh, verse 10, um, because this really uh, just fleshes out what you want to see happen um, in your company. Yeah, and 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 it goes uh, twelve ten. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. 
share with God's people who are in need, practice hospitality. And that last, that last practice hospitality, I mean, that is deep within you. That, that is within us, and, and I, I'm not a very smart guy uh, when it comes to understanding Old Greek or Old Hebrew, but I have asked what is the uh, numerous pastors and theologians, uh, what's the definition of that word hospitality? And I'm told that in the Greek it is philoxenia, and the literal translation means love of strangers. So I like to work in our business and tell the people, you know, we have this noble job where we get up every day, and our purpose, our mission, is to love on strangers. That's pretty cool, and I think that's uh, actually the good news, right? I mean, let's love on strangers for that, a living. That's awesome. That's, I mean, and God calls all, all of us to do that. I mean, that's part of our ministry as Christians, but you get to do that, I mean, in a very proactive way in the restaurant business to really love on people. And you do a training. I, I, when we were talking about this, uh, I don't know, probably last year, um, you introduced to me a training that you do for your employer employees, um, uh, we call it the three. B, you call it the three Bs or whatever. Describe those real quick, and then we'll unpack them in the next segments. Well, it's really the culture of what we're trying to establish in it, and I believe that it has biblical roots. But uh, I roll it out. It's it's called uh, belong, believe, behave, and uh, you know there's a lot of depth to it. Uh, It's not uh, something that I invented. Uh, I like to say uh, most of the things that I have learned in life uh, came from someone preaching them in a sermon somewhere. Wow. Well, you know what Wayne Smith used to say, if you... If you plagiarize long enough, it's called research. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so okay. So, uh, belong. Let, let's 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 talk about that. Belong, believe, behave. Behavior, and you're saying that that really is what you're after, helping your employees understand. Uh, but it begins it begins with belonging. It begins with belonging, and and we're talking about really. Um, if if I think about the last two churches that I've been a member of, their mission statement has been connecting people to Jesus and connecting people to people, or connecting people to one another. Both of the churches, and so belonging really is another way of saying connecting. And we all know that we have been designed to do life uh, vertically and to do life horizontally. So when we think about that, belonging is really part of this uh, connection to one another, uh, to an idea, to, to a concept, to a culture. And so that's what we're trying to start to do uh, when we're talking about creating belonging. And of course, there's steps along the way that you have to be intentional about to create belonging. We, um, we're gonna continue to really uh, build on that belonging because all of us want to belong but we're going to unpack that the next segment we're going to take a break and we'll be back shortly and we're going to talk more about the three b's from joel ross and uh, we'll be back shortly thank you for listening to solid steps radio welcome back to solid steps radio i'm still chad russell that's kurt Souter, and we're here with joel ross today and we are talking about the three B's of uh, belonging, believing, and behavior. 
And uh, Joel knows a few things about that. And he knows a few things about steaks. And if your carpet and flooring is like the 99-cent hamburger and you really need to upgrade to a filet mignon as far as flooring goes, you need to call Carol Rogers Carpet One. They are as good as you get when it comes to flooring, carpeting. They have great deals and great service, so give them a call. Vision First Eye Care is another sponsor of our show. And if you cannot see, you need to call them. They are great folks. Take care of your eyes. Ellen and Credit Union. Uh, and Bright Star Home Care. All of those folks partner with us, and we are very appreciative of them, and we ask that you would maybe reach out to those folks and use their services. So, Joel, uh, belong, I love this whole belonging thing because that, I mean, that's really our job within the church, but you are taking it outside into the corporate you know, world, into the secular world, working with all kinds of employees. You have how many total employees? Oh, over 3,500. Over 3,500, and you you want to create this culture of belonging. Talk about that. Yeah, I think it's real important. And speaking of the church and belonging, I think that, you know, there's been, I don't know, some research or some op-eds on the church that, you know, the church puts believing before belonging. And there's been some, uh, uh, some opinion that maybe we ought to talk about belonging first and, and then work on the believing next. So in business, uh, it's important or critical uh, from, from a cultural point of view to create belonging. And so what is belonging? We've talked about that it's, it's connecting or forming a connection. But I like, to, I like to coach it this way or teach it this way. Think of a time in your life, whether, you know, for guys, it's either you were in the Boy Scouts or your Little League team or you played high school football or high school baseball or something like that, that you were on a team and that you had this sense of belonging. Everything was cool when you were with your teammates. You had purpose. Uh, you had reason to get up. You contributed. Life was awesome that way. That uh, um, and that and that's really what I think is the essence of belonging. So, as Christian and as Christian leaders, how do we purposefully go about creating belonging? Um, you know, so belonging is a culture, uh, and humans by design, God created us with mm. this innate need to belong. And our instincts or our, our God-given instincts tell us, right, they tell us whether we belong or not. So we all know if it's, you know, if, you, uh, if you're in the wrong crowd or the right crowd or in the right team or the setting, instinctively we know because of our design whether we belong or not. Whether we're a Christian or not. We, God has designed us all that way. That's that's incredible. So okay. So how do you how do you incorporate this? You, I'm I'm sure you've got many Christians in your company, and and yet you and you have you know folks a lot of folks who are not Christians. How do you create that belonging culture? So in business or in our organization, it's about shared values, and the shared values help create this belonging, and they maintain the belonging. So the values are really what is important, you know, what's important to the organization, uh, for the culture of the organization. So those are things really um, uh, that start for me and for what we do when we're talking about this philozenia, this love of strangers is, uh, in Mark where, you know, Jesus didn't come 
to be served, but he came to serve. So it's really, it's, it's this tenet or this uh, philosophy of servant leadership. So the values that we're looking for are people that understand what it means to be a servant leader. And that is, you know, basically that you're here to serve others to make others better and create this, this, this legacy that goes on and on that if you take care of the other people, they will take care of your business. It's, it's really not overly complicated, but it's a mindset that I believe is values-based that goes that it's important to help create the belonging. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm thinking at, at times when you walk into a group, um, whether it be work or uh, I'm, I'm thinking even right now, a place that I used to work and it was, it was hard to belong. There, there wasn't uh, the, the values, it wasn't real clear. And there was, there was a lot of, uh, I, I don't know, backbiting might be a little too strong, but it, it, it was, it wasn't a culture of, of, camaraderie and uh on the other hand you mentioned um you know high school athletics i remember when i was playing football in high school the we all got on the bus together and we and right before the, a big game we went and watched rocky the movie you know and it was like we were all just you know we, but there was this belonging how, how else do you create that in your in your world joel well we i think that we're very intentional about number one, trying to create what we call family. So mm-hmm. it's it's uh, uh, it's easy to um, not include people, to not try and create belonging, to be sarcastic or to tell jokes. But the people that are truly have a heart for servant leadership go out of their way to try and create family. You know, it may take an extra 30 minutes um, a week. It may take checking in on new employees, what we do for orientations, et cetera. But we try and create family first. After we create family, the other part of belonging for us is we try and create teams. So we try and uh, put people together that are team focused and they're focused on on what our mission is. And so Um, And then the third thing that we do is I talked it's important that we hire at store leadership level uh, people that we call our managing partners at the local store that that have these shared values that I'm talking about. So as an employee, we want you to belong uh, to that managing partner, that that managing partner has the autonomy and authority to create a culture in their restaurant of family teamwork and belonging. Uh, it's not driven from a, you know, a corporate edict coming down. It's not driven, driven by a manual. It's, it's more of, uh, it's more of, I belong to this great role model and servant leader. Uh, so I'm going to go out of my way to produce. So we want you to belong to those three first. And then of course we want you to belong to our brand. You know, we want you to 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 belong to the brand and uh, mm. uh, you know that you become fanatical about the brand because of all these other elements. But the brand is not first. The brand comes after we build uh, those other steps along the way. That's interesting because I I, I would perceive that in the uh, you know in the corporate business world, brand would be first. But you're saying no. We we want to create a culture. Of belonging, I love that. Okay, uh, I love the t- the team the team aspect. 
Um, how, how do you help a person who doesn't want to be a team player or he's struggling or she is struggling with that? How do you, how do you encourage them to be a team player? I think the rest of the team does that, and that's part of what I was talking about, belonging. That's not necessarily the, the, the role of leadership. I think it's the role of your teammates. And when I talked about that, uh, uh, the design and that innate ability to feel whether you fit or not, well, guess what? The rest of the team understands if you fit or not, and uh, conversely, uh, the person that doesn't want to be a team player, you know, they understand and feel that uh, that they don't fit. So I think that works itself out if you build the culture the right way. Um, I believe it's John Maxwell in their training and some of his stuff talks about your people produce your brand, right? You, the brand isn't, you know, produced by itself. Your people produce your brand. And I think that leaders build the culture or build belonging and culture and belonging produces the results. So, um, you know, I'm just a I'm just a cook. I'm just a steak and potatoes guy. I'm not a, I don't teach management theory or management classes. Um, the Lord has been good to me. I've had some great um, teachers along the way that uh, help you understand this. But I mean, um, you know, it's, it, it's really, uh, um, it, it goes along with our Christian beliefs and understanding. And so creating belonging is, is, um, uh, is liberating. It's the right thing to do. It's servant leadership. It produces a great culture that wins. And, you know, as you're describing this, I'm just thinking about, I mean, this this applies to family as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, when we create a culture of belonging, um, it, 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 it then... it then moves into the next B, which is belief. Which is belief. We got just about a minute, but just begin to introduce uh, the belief and what you want to see happen. Once you get your team members feeling like they belong, then you want them to believe. What do you want them to believe? Well, I mean, if the de- the definition of believe is to accept or regard as true. So this is something that um, you know um, when we get when we get to the point, um, what you believe. I've I've. I've listened to in sermons, determines how you behave. So now that we've created the belonging, what we want to get to is at the essence of what people believe. And you and I have talked about this on a a few occasions, Uh, and this is just Joel's personal opinion, but I think one of the epidemics that we have in America today is that people have a hard time articulating what they believe. I would agree with that. Well, I believe it's time for a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to hear more in the next segment about uh, what we believe, and this made me think of the theme song from Cheers. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name, the belonging part, right? And then the believing comes later. So we're going to talk about believing after the belonging here on Solid Steps Radio.